Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom and I have the pleasure of studying Sefer Divrei Hayamim with you. In this series we study one chapter in each podcast. We are now in Divrei Hayamim Bet, Perak Tetvav, in the middle of the description of the Kingdom of Asa. I've got a reminder, Divrei Hayamim is devoted to a description of the Davidic dynasty. And therefore, the main focal point of Devarimim Aleph is David, and the first nine chapters of Devarimim Bet are Shlomo, and since then we've looked at Rechavam and Abiyah, and now Asa. Uh, and now, Be'azaryahu ben Oded, Hayeta alav ruach Elohim. There's somebody we've never heard of, or never will hear of again, meaning it only shows up in this chapter in Tanakh. Azaryahu ben Oded is a prophet, and he is going to give prophecy to Asa. He leaves Yerushalayim, evidently it's from Yerushalayim, as Chazal tell us, if there's no town mentioned in identifying a Navi, it's Yerushalmi. And he comes in front of Asav, Now it's important to note that he says, listen to me, Asa, and all of Yehuda and Binyamin. Is he speaking to the nation, or perhaps he is speaking to the army? Because uh, as we just heard, there was a major war in which Asa beat uh, Zerach off, and destroyed them. In which case, is this happening uh, sequentially, meaning right after that war, or is it happening at some other time? We're going to get mixed signals from the rest of the parak. Let's see. Uh, God is with you because you're with Him. And if you, shall we say, continue to seek Him out, He will be found to you. This is like the Dershu Hashem Bihimatso. He, if you seek him out, he will make himself available to you. And if you abandon him, he will abandon you. Does that mean that this is being said at a time that we've just achieved a victory, and if you want to maintain the upper hand, this is what you must do? Or is it a time when we are actually downtrodden, and he's calling on them to reestablish the ties with God, and therefore to be able to be successful? Uh, we'll see, or perhaps we won't. V'yamim rabim Yisrael, and this is still part of his nevuah. It has been many days, the lo Elohei emet, ulo kohin moreh, ulo Torah. Without a true God, we'll see what that means, without a kohen who instructs, and without instruction. Now, Elohei emet could be understood one of two ways, meaning there's no true worship of Hashem, or there are not true judges. Now, true judges, of course, is not the simplest reading of it, but of course, Elohim playing the role of judges in uh, in passages in Tanakh, the word Elohim is a court, uh, would fit then with Kohen Moreh and Torah, meaning there's no proper instruction going on. But if we read it, Lelo Elohei Amet, then this passage is happening before uh, Asa's great uh, pull to, re- to repentance, and it is the background of the previous parak, and then Avi is saying, that there has been a long time since the times of Rechavam where we've not had true, proper worship of Hashem. There's been Avodah Zarah, and therefore there is no Kohen who is teaching us properly. There's no real Torah. And there's therefore Vayashov Batsar Lo, meaning Am Yisrael either has returned or will return because they are in trouble. Uh, par- uh, paraphrasing the passage in uh, in Dvarim Dalad. Al Adonai Elohei Yisrael. So they, they, we have returned or will return to Hashem. If they seek Him out, He will be found to them. He'll make Himself available to them, and then all will be good. 
in those days, there's no peace for someone leaving his house, someone coming back to his house, or Yotzeuba could be referred to the army. There's lots of confusion and chaos and terror happening throughout the land. Sort of echoes Shirat uh, Dvora or Achot Kalot. And so nation was smashed against nation, city against city, and this seems to be referring to the Israel and Yehudah, and reflecting on the wars that were going on between Baasha and Asa up until this point. God confused them, shocked them, upset them with all of this terror. In other words, this is God acting against you because you have abandoned him. In other words, the, the, the simplest read of this is this is happening before the events of Yodalad, and that this is the background for Yodalad, and from the times of Rechavam, when Avodah Zarah was starting to be set up throughout the country, that God has abandoned them, and the result of that is a constant war with the north. And so therefore, as we read in the previous chapter, there's quiet on the external front, on the uh, boundaries, which allows Assad to develop internally, happens after this. Be strong, don't give up, don't let go. There will be a reward for your actions. Is your actions the tshuva or the military or both? So this is all the the prophecy. Those six psukim are the prophecy of uh, Azayal ben Oded. Uh, and now, when Asa heard these words, meaning the prophecy of Azayal ben Oded, he became strong and he got rid of all of the disgusting things. It's a reference to Avodah Zarah from the whole land of Yehuda Vinyamin. So again, it seems to be going back to Perak Yudalad. And from all the cities that he'd conquered in Har Ephraim, which is a reference to, if you recall, in the wars against Baasha, uh, um, Asa in the last move had actually moved, moved the border north and had been able to conquer some of that territory. Har Ephraim is is the area that was Israel and Yehuda back and forth. And then he reformulated or he rededicated or he re uh, he uh, he reinaugurated the Mizbeach that is in front of the Ulam, in front of the Ulam uh, of Hashem, meaning the Mizbeach. He gathered all of you and all the people who strangers who were with them. Who are these strangers? So Shimon, who was a shevet we hardly hear about in this period, is still around. Uh, we really don't hear about them after Chizkiyahu's period, but they're still around. And uh, people from Ephraim and Asher, surprisingly, because those are the two chief tribes in the north, and the kings of the north come from Ephraim or Yisachar, uh, some of them have, have migrated to the south. Many people had come from Israel to Yehuda, to Asa, because they saw that God was with Asa. They wanted to join him. They came in the third month to Yerushalayim. In the 15th year of Asa, he's got quite a ways to go. And they offered up korbanot on that day. What's that day? So according to some, that day is Shavuot. Min hashalal heviu. And what did they offer up? They offered up from the loot. Now, from the loot could mean that it's referring to loot, and the simplest read is the loot in Perak Yudalad. 
So is this before or after your Dalit? Well, the simplest answer is that this parak is really a sandwich. The first part of this parak is the background of your Dalit, and as a result of their tshuva, Asa is able to focus on the war, defeat Zerach, get all of the loot from the Plishti cities, and then as a result, the, the army comes back and, uh, and brings the, the animals as korbanot. Um, min hashalal heviu bakar shvameot seven hundred cattle v'tzon shivat alafim and seven thousand sheep v'yavo v'brit and then they made a brit they recommitted to the brit lidrosh et adonai lo hayavotam to seek out God v'chol avam v'chol avsham with everything they have v'chol asheloi lidrosh adonai aloi yisrael yumat anyone who does not join this seeking out of God will be killed. Now, it sounds as if there's something external and specific uh, that they are demanding of everyone to do because you cannot possibly hope to judge what's in somebody's heart and know whether or not they've sought out God. But in any case, there is something, and it's not specified what it is, because anybody who does not join them will be killed. I mean, katon viad gadol. Katon here doesn't mean a little child. It means somebody who's of less significance or somebody of greater prominence will be killed if they don't join. The me'ish viad isha with a man or woman. So they took an oath to God, with a great yelling and and screaming, also with trumpets and with shofarot. Shuai in this pasuk means yelling, as we find, for instance, uh, in Yoshua and Vav. And they were very happy because they had done it wholeheartedly, this oath. They sought out God with everything they had, and God then made himself found to them, which was demonstrated by their military victory. And God gave them the respite from around them, which we heard about in the previous paraquist, then allowed them to go on with the building. It's very possible that the building of, that Asa did, that we read about in, towards the beginning of Yodalad, was really about uh, was something that happened after all of this, after the wars were over, and then there was respite, so that the chronology, the the sequence of this of this these two chapters kind of goes back and forth. And this is the one passage in all these both of these parakim that actually shows up in 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 Malachim. Ma'acha was Asa's mother. Uh, the first thing is he took her away from the position of queen mother. Queen mother is a position that Asa had, that Emacha uh, has, it's a position that, uh, that uh, Atalia famously has or infamously has. Uh, it's a position that perhaps Michal has uh, the last time we see her. In any case, it's an official position uh, in the kingdom and he deprives her of it. Why? She made a Miflatset, literally a monster, but it means a, a an idol for for the Asherah. Asa cut her Miflatset down, and he also moved her away from the position. He, he ground it up, and he burned it in Nachal Kidron outside of Yerushalayim. Uh, sounded very much like what uh, what Moshe did with the Egel. But the Bamot, these are Bamot now to worship to God that we've read about, the uh, the high places that are throughout the country where people bring up offerings to God, not in Yerushalayim, were not gone. But Asa's heart was wholehearted with God all of his life. And he brought, evidently he brought back is the notion, because remember a lot of the sancta of um, 
of uh Aviv here seems to be Rechavam, uh and the sancta of um, of the Beit Hamikdash had been taken by Shishak and had been replaced if you recall by bronze things. So Kesef is a Hava Chelim. He evidently brought them back. He didn't have had no wars for more wars for the next twenty years until his thirty fifth year as king. We'll pick it up in the next parak and see more about Asa. The last parak about Asa parak to Zion in the next podcast. In time, we should have a wonderful day.